There are many in today's society who say things are, are really bad and they're only going to get worse. Carter Hunt read this morning from Psalm 56. I thought it was appropriate, so I changed the opening and the ending of, of my sermon on the fly here this morning. Psalm 56, verse 3. I love this. I read it in class. Whenever I am afraid, whenever I'm afraid, I will trust in you. In God, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not fear. What can flesh do to me? Isn't that a wonderful sentiment? This world, this country... This community, you here this morning have big problems. And, and so many in the country say there's no solutions. But I want to show you today in our study of Romans, if you'll go ahead and turn to that great letter, how Paul reveals God's righteousness. Paul reveals God's righteousness by showing us our problem and God's solution. Yes, we do have a, a big problem, but God has a bigger solution. This is a picture of a friend of mine that I grew up with, lived down the street from me growing up. <clears throat> Steve Cassidy is his name. Steve is a salesman now in very successful salesman now in, in Nashville. Steve and I played football together. At his biggest, he was 6'7", 300 pounds, big guy, all feet seemed to be like. And uh, he wasn't as graceful as he is now, just put it that way. And, but he was recruited by Tennessee Tech. He played line for, for Tennessee Tech. He was a very good lineman there. Then he went on and became a Green Beret. He's a tough guy. Tough guy. Well, when he and I were going to college, I'd gotten in shape, and I was in real good shape. I, at least I thought I was. And a friend of mine in Dixon, he owned a gym, and I thought I'd like to learn how to box. Y'all know where this story's going, don't you? I thought I'd learn how to box, and I did. I, I really studied the, the sweet science. I got up there and I had my wraps and I'd wrap my hands up and I'd put my, my gloves on and I was good on the speed bag and I was good on the, the heavy bag and I would get in and, you know, the people that would be at the, at the gym, I would spar with them. One summer, Steve was home from school and I was home from school and we were both up at the club together and, and uh, uh, usually there were lots of people there, but this day there wasn't so, it was just me and Steve. You know, my friend, he ended up, had, a, had a whole ring. The guy had a ring set up. He had the helmets you could put on and the gloves to get. And, and so Steve was the only one there, and I wanted to box. And I thought, and you know, I thought that I'm faster than he is. I'm quicker than he is. If I could just get inside his arms, everything's going to be all right. Of course, I was about 150 pounds. Again, he was about 300 pounds. Six, seven, five, ten-ish Okay, would not have been in his weight class, would be in his weight class today, but not then, not then. 
And I thought, I, I, I got it. I've got this. I got this. So my friend ding the bell and we took off. We both had helmets on. We had every, you know, all the mouth guard, the whole push. And I got in there and that's what I did, buddy. If I could just get inside. And I got inside and I started working that body. I started working that. Then I started doing those uppercuts. I was jacking his jaws. I was. And then I made my fatal mistake. And it was the last time I ever boxed. <laughs> I backed up to get another shot. He swung from Waverly, Tennessee, if you know where Waverly, Tennessee is, and hit me on my head, and I went, that's it, dropped my gloves and walked out of the ring. Never to return to the boxing ring again. When we face big problems of life, many times we just want to give up. Just throw down the gloves, give up, and walk away. But we can't do that. We can't do that. God has a solution that's bigger than our problems. And we're going to see that here today in Romans. I hope you've been reading and studying this great letter written by Paul to the Corinthians, uh, from, from the Corinthians to the Roman Christians, from, excuse me, from Corinth to the Roman Christians. Although Paul has never been to Rome, he, he does not know all of them who will receive this, this great letter. Uh, he, he lets those in Rome quickly know, Romans chapter 1 verse 16, that he's not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. Notice verse 17. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. The righteousness from God. That's the, that's the key phrase that's going to play out over and over and over again here in Romans. The righteousness of God, the, the righteousness from God is revealed here in His power to save us, the gospel. I want to answer two questions now. Number one, what is the gospel? And number two, why do we need saving by it? Gospel means good news. It means glad tidings. We, most of us know that. Those with, with, with pretty feet, as we talked about last week, Romans chapter 10, verse 15, those with pretty feet are to preach the gospel. We are all mandated, every one of us are, to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Matthew 28, verses 19 and 20. Mark 16, verse, verse 15. As we've read, the gospel is God's saving power. Romans 16, Romans 1, 16, the, the gospel is certified. It says in Galatians chapter 1, in verse 12, the gospel is certified by Jesus, by His revelation, by His revealing, by Him being revealed to us. The gospel is certified. By the gospel, it says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 14, by the gospel we are called, we're called by the gospel, I can remember my grandmother when I was little. I wouldn't box it. I promise. When I was little, I could be, it seemed like two miles away on the ball field playing, and I would hear, Chad, I can't get that high. Chad, and I'd come running because I'd hear. So many of us have heard the gospel call. We heard it, we understood it, we came running didn't we? 
We understood that gospel call. Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 15, 1 Corinthians 4, 15, he said, In Christ Jesus, I have begotten you through the gospel. He became like a father figure to those Corinthians. You know, we're, through the gospel, the gospel that was preached, we become sons of God. But he begot them through the gospel. That's, that's the only way they could come in contact with Jesus and become his brother, become the brother of Paul because of the gospel that he preached to them. Jesus is our brother in Christ. Jesus is our brother. Paul is our brother in Christ. We are all brothers and sisters in Christ. If we are begotten through the gospel, the gospel must be believed. And when faced... One must believe the gospel or be lost. Mark 16, 16. He who does not believe is damned. Obeying the gospel must be mixed with faith. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 2. As we said last week, faith plus obedience equals salvation. Faith plus obedience equals salvation. There are many human doctrines man-made teachings on Calvinism, on, on authority, on organization, on worship. But they, none of these has power to save us. One must obey the gospel or be destroyed when Jesus Christ comes back. 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 7 through 9, in, in flaming fire, taking vengeance on those who do not know God and who do, do not obey the gospel. The gospel is so important. One can't afford to uh, forget the gospel. It says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 1 and 2 because in it we stand. We stand in the gospel. By it we're saved. We're saved by the gospel. If we hold fast, we've got to hold fast. It says, unless you believed in vain. Have some of you believed in vain this morning? Uh, the, the writer of Hebrews says, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation. The gospel bears no substitution. And, and some will try to trick, trick you. Some will try to trouble you, it says in Galatians chapter 1, verses 6 through 9. And, and they'll try to pervert the gospel of Christ. It says here, but even if an angel from heaven preached to you any other gospel, let him be accursed. Second John says, John says in Second John, those who don't abide in the doctrine of Christ live... In his word, obey his gospel, do not have God. But those who abide in the doctrine of Christ have both the Father and the Son. The gospel is so important. There's an old way, and if you have your hand out, there's an old way of preaching the gospel. All right? This is not new to me. The preacher who came up with this maybe a hundred years ago or more, that came up with this uh, three-point sermon, has, has, it, who he was has been lost. But it was and it is and it will be preached uh, after I'm gone, long after I'm gone, that the gospel is facts to be believed, commands to be obeyed, and promises to be enjoyed. The facts of the gospel to be believed are the death of our Savior. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 3, Christ died for our sins. The burial of our Savior... Romans chapter 6 verse 4, when we were buried with him through baptism. And the resurrection of our Savior. Romans chapter 10 and verse 9, 
God raised him from the dead. The facts to be believed, the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And once these are believed, it's incumbent upon the believer to obey the command. Knowing full well, Romans chapter 10 verse 17, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by God's word. And those who believe will be saved. Mark 16, 16. There is the command to repent that must be obeyed. Acts chapter 2 verse 38. To turn from your life of sin. To do what God wants you to do. Confession is commanded. Our example being the eunuch in Acts chapter 8 verse 37. Who when, when asked said, I Believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And like the eunuch, and like Cornelius in Acts chapter 10 verse 48, and like Paul in Acts 22 verse 16, each of these were baptized. One must be baptized to be saved. These are the commands to be obeyed. Romans chapter 6 verse 17. They must be obeyed from the heart. This is the form of doctrine, the form of teaching to be believed and obeyed. Faith plus obedience equals salvation. The gospel contains promises to enjoy. One of those being salvation, remission, forgiveness, the blotting out, the wiping away of of sin. Acts chapter 2 verse 38. The gift of the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 2 and verse 38. And the promise, the wonderful promise of eternal life. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 10 says, Life and immortality has been brought through, wait for it, the gospel. The gospel. And if we are faithful until death, we'll receive the crown of life. Revelation chapter 2 and verse 10. Do you believe the facts? Will you obey the commands? Do you want the promises? Well, then why not obey the gospel of Jesus Christ? God's power to save. The gospel is God's bigger solution for man's big problem. Well, what is man's problem? Why does man need saving? If you remember from our handout last week, they're still on the foyer table if you would like one of, one of these handouts. If you remember from our handout, we're talking about doctrinal and behavioral portions of Romans. We've divided Romans up into three uh, extra sermons here. And so we're going to focus, though, on this particular portion of our sermon today, Revelation of God's Righteousness here Through the gospel, God's righteousness is revealed. It's needed because man has has a sin problem. Man has a sin problem. Man is ungodly and he's unrighteous. Look over at Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 1, beginning with verse 18. Man has a sin problem and we come to God in this condition. A sinful condition. Man is ungodly and unrighteous. Romans 1.18. Foolish. Verse 23. Debased. Verse 28. 
filled with sexual immorality, verse 29, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil-mindedness, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boastful, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful. All of us are inexcusable. All of us are. There is none righteous. No, not one of us. Because we all practice some of these things, all of these things, one of these things, to some degree or another. Romans chapter 2 verse 1, And man, Romans chapter 2 verse 1, will not escape. Man will not escape God's judgment. Man has a problem when he's crossways with God. Man has a problem when he's crossways with God. And, and the Jews, Paul says, are as guilty as the Gentiles. Romans 3.23, all have sinned and fallen short of God's glory. But God brings salvation. God brings salvation. God wants you. He wants you. As we see, God brings us by the revealed gospel, it's accredited, it's confirmed that you can be saved. You know, when a college is accredited, that means it's established, it's confirmed, it's, it's confirmed that this is a good college, this is a good place to go. Salvation is the best place to go. You can be saved, all can be saved. God is so good, He wants all of us to gain salvation. He doesn't want anyone to perish. 2 Peter 3, verse 9. All have sinned, yes, but God brings salvation. Look at Romans 3, verse 25. Jesus was given by God as a propitiation. He was given by God as a propitiation. He was given by God as an, as an appeasement. You know... Back then, even today, really, people will bring an offering to an idol. Okay? They'll bring an offering to an idol and they'll lay it at the idol's feet in hopes that the idol will give them a blessing. People did it then, too. But notice what God does. Notice what God does. He gave us Jesus Christ, and Jesus Christ was the propitiation for us, he was the appeasement for us. The ignorant of the day, even today, gave a sacrifice to appease a God. But God gave a sacrifice for us to appease himself. What a loving, wonderful, righteous God we serve. Righteous. Let me define that. He is decent, he's honest, he's just, he's good, he's true, he's righteous. That's the definition of righteousness. God wants us to be righteous too. He wants us to be decent and honest and just and good and true. We must believe in him and the one whom he sent. Jesus was put in our place by a loving God. And we now have God's amazing grace. How? Well, by believing the facts, by obeying the commands, by enjoying the promises. 
the revelation of God's salvation is accredited to God. And it is the accreditation of God's righteousness and obedience to the revelation is our sanctification, which is a demonstration of God's righteousness. Look at Romans chapter 6. Romans chapter 6, verses 1 through 4. It says, When we were baptized into the death of Jesus, we were buried by baptism and raised just like Jesus to walk in newness of life. And then we were, we were set apart. We were sanctified. We were sanctified. We were set apart to a sacred purpose. That's what sanctified means. We were, we were this way and God set us apart for, for a sacred purpose, for His purpose. Set apart to a religious use. This is a demonstration of God's righteousness. Free from sin, we're clean, we're pure, we're holy. Notice the contrast. Look at chapter 6, verse 18. We were slaves of sin, then we became slaves of righteousness. Look at verse 22. We were freed from sin, verse 22, and we became slaves of God. And by doing so, here's a paradox, by doing so, we gained our freedom. By becoming a slave, we gained our freedom. Wow. We went from, look at verse uh, chapter 8, verse 15. We went from orphans spiritually, Romans 8, 15, to sons of God. From orphans to sons. We went from suffering in our shame, in our guilt, in our lostness, if that's a word. We went from our lost state to, to glory, chapter 8, verse 18. Look at Romans 8:28. And we know all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. His purpose is that you be saved. That's his purpose. That's what he wants. You're called by the gospel because you have a sin problem. But if you believe the facts, if you obey the commands, you'll enjoy the promises and you'll be sanctified. You'll be set apart for God and His righteousness. Psalm 56, When I am afraid, I will trust in God. The gospel calls to you today if you will but obey. Come now as together we stand and sing.